So welcome to today's Bobblecast. That was, of course, Living in America, uh, made famous by Apollo Creed. But I thought it out for you, and we hope that Trump doesn't get back in again. Um, but, you know, in all seriousness, we have some fantastic support from our uh, American uh, fans over the over the ponds. Uh, so I thought it out with you at the moment. Um, it's been a bit of a, a, a tough weekend again, so it's the, the, the second defeat on a spin. It's obviously me, Dave Witchley, joined by Lee Mitchell and... Uh, Paddy Williams is, is back again today, so... But yeah, we've kind of got used to talking about all these uh, these wins, you know, but now we're, we're back in, in the familiar territory of last week. <laughs> last year, sorry. But, uh, really thrive. It's, yeah. <laughs> twice worth it. I'm bored. <laughs> yeah, Paddy likes to, uh, nice, to kick apart a good, a good defeat, don't you? Um, so... Probably the easiest way to start with this, um, really, is the, uh, the, the the start lineup, and I, I can't say there's met been many times that I've criticised Carlo, um, and we'll talk about the context that you know it's okay to criticise Carlo Ancelotti. You know, I think when you do criticise me, not saying that you don't think that he's the best manager for Everton right now, you're just saying that he can he's human and he can get things wrong at times as well. Mm. Yeah, but you know, overall, you know, he's the best manager to be at the time. But the Christmas tree formation, it had like the uh, the old shades of Teddy Venables, Euro 96. And Barry, since you've been away, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, start with you, you're chomping at the bit. Uh, what was your thoughts when you seen the, uh, the, the line up? Just screamed last season, it screamed it. Um, before he took over, there was no pace, no wit, no creativity. Martin. And I said, as soon as that scene came out, I think I said to you, I said, we're not getting a fucking thing yet. It's either nil-nil or they're winning. Yeah. Mm. Uh, it was, I mean, obviously we've got our four best players out. Well, four key players out, so you know that's going to make a big difference. Mm. Um, so I can see why you're going with it, but, you know, like what, what's, what's Gordon got to do to get a start? What's, yeah. what's, I mean, I'm not Bernard's biggest fan, but surely he gives some sort of wit. Surely he's better left midfield than Gomez. Surely. Mm. Um, so I, no, I, I think he got his team well off, even even with the goalie. I, I wouldn't have dropped the keeper. Mm. Um, I I agree with you, mate. Um, I was saying to you before, wasn't I? The uh, the two that he sorted as bombing forward, probably the two slowest, most unmobile in Sigurdsson and Gomez. We were saying even if he had the Corey up there and maybe a drop Gomez back, at least he'd have got about a bit more. Yeah, just even that didn't work. There was a, there was a lack of dynamism, wasn't it, in the side? There was a lack of movement. There was a lack of there was a lack of everything really, and, and mm. you kind of get it like Barry just mentioned. You can kind of get a bit of a hint of that trait when you see in the lineup. I think now, when, you're, when you're picking five central midfielders, yeah, you're yeah. doomed, aren't you? I, you know, and there's another side to me who wonders, you know, if that penalty doesn't happen in the first ten minutes and. And maybe he took Gomez off at half time, and and we we went through a bit more from from the, you know second half. Would would the result ended up different? I don't, I don't know. Uh, mm. No. The, it, yeah. No. It, I mean, it, it was. It, he it, only had a goal when the 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 ninety six went when the six minutes went off. Yeah, That's what they started having yeah. a goal then, yeah. and that was it. That's what I mean. Very very last season. Mm. It, it was more like the last five, ten minutes where they have a go where they think and it's too late, you know what I mean? You, you two know Zam off the point. It makes you wonder, doesn't it? You know did he look at last week and, and, and he just thought, right, without these players, I'm gonna struggle again this week. 
and we're just gonna just really lock this down and hope that we have a bit of luck some some stage in the game. Yeah, you might have played them too much, you bet. Yeah, you know, because I don't know, but uh, we're If you want, if you want a challenge for the top four, you can't be given teams like Newcastle respect. No, I know. That's you what can't. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. And I know we're getting salt we we would we were shit. Yeah. And he's made five changes. All right, the left backs and forced. But mm. you know, like them players who played against Southampton shouldn't have played anyway. Mm. So you know, probably he, it's hard to describe. But like Hawobi was shite against Southampton, so we shouldn't be playing against the next game. Mm. So you know that change is justified, but it just shows the lack of squad depth we've got. Mm. But like you say, there, though, I mean, if they're gonna go with that, probably should have went with someone a bit more mobile, like Gordon. Yeah. To play that. You know, to get up there and support and create, and you know, the legs on and stuff. But you look at some of the stats before it. Um, you know, uh, Hammers and Richardson created more chances in open play than that whole first eleven combined. Yeah. Um, you know, so that that was one straight off the bat. So you know, your creativity is almost gone before you've got going. Yeah. If you then add to the fact that we haven't won a game since Richardson signed for us, and you know, when when he's not played in two thousand and eighteen from 2018 then all of a sudden it starts to be stacked against you and really speaking it was both sides of the pitch were, were out there and you know your full right side and your full left side were both out of the equation mm-hmm. and Dinier to be fair as well you know set pieces I think we've been particularly good at um, and, and Richarlson uh, sorry um, Hammers and Dinier tend to take the set pieces both of them you know the corners and what have you that we've been good at both of them out again you know that Again, it's a huge effect on the side. Mm. Um, yeah. Oh, we scored, we scored the most goals from set play, didn't we? Yeah. Mm. So, you know, they are, they are going to be a big miss. I think <laughs> the one that summed it up with the set pieces was the one in the last minute. Sigurdsson, the corner. Yeah, he and, he, and, and I mean, he floats there and the goalie lets yeah. put his arm up and you went, nice one. Yeah. And you just think, what's the fucking point? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, I mean, it was ours watch. Um, and you know, to believe me, we will come on to some positives in this. But you know, at the day, there's no shine away from it. You know, there's, when our key players aren't there, then it's clear. You know, it's it, it's obvious. Mm. Uh, and you know, it's it's a lot of players to have out as well. You know, you, you can say six six to seven players really. Yeah. That we had out there, um, and I'd still I'd probably sit there and argue with you that that Gomez isn't in our, shouldn't be in our first eleven as well. Mm. Um, I think he's playing himself out the team every yeah. time he plays. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I yeah. agree with you, like, but you know, we've been saying that Sigurdsson deserves his chance, and Sigurdsson got it when he when yeah. Gomez was out, mm. and Sigurdsson was shite. He's mm. not, he's not good, good enough, no, as well. But we, this is one of the I've been really tossing turn over, but um, and I'm not talking about chain tossing, talking about uh, actual tossing and turning, uh, but. As someone who you know who's played defence as well, you know I, I like a clean sheet, and we've we've definitely been short of clean sheets. Mm. Um, there's a stat actually seen that we've only actually drawn once under Ancelotti since he's took over, mm. which surprised me. Um, so you know to have a win and a loss, which sometimes is good because you know we prefer sometimes a draw rather than uh, sorry a win rather so than what, two we've draws. Only, you've only drew once. Or? Once, yeah, under since Ancelotti's taken over. He's drew with Liverpool twice. Um, he drew with Newcastle at home as well. God, <laughs> <laughs> it might have been was it, was, it, was, it, was, it, was, it, was it away games was it I, I, I can't remember what I say it was a stat along yeah. that, that that nature but the problem being is when when we don't 
um, keep clean sheets, we've got a problem, haven't we? Um, because we're always relying on scoring goals, and I think what what's clear is when we when we've had the injuries that we've had, we're not creating as many chances, we're not scoring as many goals, and, and when when we were flying high. Um, you know, we it didn't matter. We conceded a goal or two mm. because we scored four or five. Yeah. Uh, but it was a worry that that catches up and it's caught us up. Mm. Um, at, you know, there, there were a few defensive frailties there. It was obvious that that there was a mistake in us occasionally. Mm. Uh, but it it wasn't really a problem at first. But now that you've took that creativity out, or if we have an off day, then it becomes a big problem. Um. So I think that back line, we've we've got to find a way to improve that back line. Um. Do you think that we can with the players in it, or do you think it's a case of that we need to, I don't know, Mason Holgate or Godfrey need to come into the lineup? Possibly, because we were saying before, weren't we? They're not the quickest, me and Keane. There was a couple of times the ball went over the top, and they were struggling to get back, and the second goal. But to be fair, like, I don't know. Like you say, don't. They kept one clean sheet all, all season, which is not good enough, really, is it? So maybe it is something to look at. You know, it gives you half a chance then, doesn't it? Mm. You know, if you can keep a clean sheet and, and like Barry said before, you are particularly good at set pieces. Mm. You know, um it sounds really dinosaur esque, but you know, that gives you the chance, you know, in games. But when you when you're not keeping them clean sheets, you are putting yourself under pressure in games. Mm. Um, Tom Pulis said it's spot on I like you don't want to refer to him, but he said it's spot on. You keep a clean sheet, you guarantee the point. Mm. Yeah. No, no, I mean that's the worst you're coming away with. And it's fucking like it's right, isn't it? So, so uh, spotlight on you then, Barry, um, which you've been talking about it. Barry Williams was sat you down now, right? We need to improve this defence. We need to start getting clean sheets. For you, how do we do it? Is it just the defence, or is it we need to change around maybe some of the midfield as well? Or No, I think the midfield's all right. Well, Max Keane said it, didn't he? He said Alan's like a breath of fresh air. Yeah. So, mm. you know, he, he's doing the job, it's, but I've. I'm, it's it's meaner, I think the problem is. Because mm. I just think he he's always got a mistake in him. Like the second goal on Sunday he was at fault. The second one for Liverpool, he was at fault. Um Southampton, sure he got dragged out for one of the Southampton ones. So it seems to be coming from him. Mm. And now we and you trust on it, Mitch, with the the pace that teams have got. Mm. So like Ball over the top, and it's, you know, they're getting a fucking chance, aren't yeah. they? Well, something I picked up on the other day, or oh, might, might have been this morning actually. We've only beat teams who've got no pace in them mm. this season, mm. who've got, who haven't got a quick forward. And like Tottenham, Harry Kane, yeah, great, can't run. Mm. So, so the defence is fine. Palace, their centre, alright, so hard, but he doesn't play up front, he plays on the left. Mm. Their centre forward was, I think, it was Ayu or Batshuayi. Mm. It's not not quick. Defence was fine. Uh, who else have we put? Like Brighton. Brighton. More players, not quick. Yeah. West Brom, their centre forward's not quick. Mm. Come up against Callum Wilson, Danny Ings. Danny Ings, yeah. And he fucking destroy you. Uh, yeah. And I think that's the problem. There's no pace in the back, in the, especially the two centre halves. Mm. So he's going to have to bring either Holgate or Godfrey or both yeah. of them. Yeah. Because they are mobile and they can run. Mm. So do you think it's going to get to a stage? Obviously, again, this this is something that, that could be solvable. You know, it's, it's it's something that isn't solvable next week, probably. But, you know, as we move forward throughout the season, when we actually get Godfrey and we actually get Holgate back, 
then this is a naturally resolvable situation, you know, where we mm. might be stronger as a result. So would you say that yeah. each week that it's Mina or Keane or Godfrey and Holgate and that's the that's the, the competition? Well, to be, to be fair to Michael Keane, I think Michael Keane's done all right this year. Yeah, yeah. I thought, he, you know, he looks like a lot like the player he was the other year. Um, so I'd say him, he can be like, not your nasty sense of that, but you know, you'll win everything in the air. Yeah. Granted, it won't fucking go in the direction you want it to. Because sometimes <laughs> you just don't know. But you've got him, and then you can do all all these little golf. Yeah, because when he was playing with Holgate last season and stuff, it was working well. He had yeah. that balance at the back yeah. there, didn't he? Yeah, it was. And again, you know, I do think Mason Holgate, he was pushing on England form at one stage. Mm. You know, I think Keane got called up to the squad, um, mm. to the England squad, and I was thinking, well, you know, Holgate's actually been better over that course of games than, yeah. than Keane. But Keane, obviously, this season's have a massive upturn again. Uh, so I think it'd be quite nice to see Holgate and Keane together, mm. you know, and having that, that, that relationship there as well. Uh, and that's, the, that's the thing, mate, is that you've got defenders there. It's not as though we're going to have to go out and buy. They've got options there. Yeah. You know, it's so. a natural... Yeah, it's, a, it's organic. They've got the players there. Mm. It'll solve itself organically, won't it, as we yeah. get introduced back. And I believe Holgate's back after the international break. Do you think he's going to be available yeah. then? So that'll be massive for us, then. And then, you know, the other side of things as well, mate, um, Seamus Coleman, sometimes, you know, he, he receives some flack on, on on all aspects that you'll see, but I think he's been a massive loss, hasn't he, you know? Yeah, he started the season well, Yeah. Uh, to be fair to him. I, yeah. I've been one who's criticised him in the past, but he, he started really well, like, and we haven't half missed him the last couple of games. Yeah, we've had fucking <laughs> Buckley Hill right backs. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's... It, Again, you know, he brings a few things to the table, doesn't he? You know, I think when we're playing well, his leadership qualities, you know, he doesn't like doing the Macarena. <laughs> we, we found the season, but you know, yeah, you know, he does bring a certain level of leadership to the team. Yeah. You know, he's a professional, he's a, you know, it's a real standout role model in the team. Mm. Sometimes I do think, you know, he lacks, sometimes in that final third, but he gets in that final third. And I think that gives Hammers Rodriguez ultimately a lot more space to operate in because he automatically starts to overlap. Yeah. Uh, and that's a big miss as well. You know, and you could see straight away in that Southampton game without James Coleman, Hammers Rodriguez was a lot easier to mark. Mm. You know, and it, it, it's yeah. it, these all these little things, you know, they're all little ingredients, but they make the bigger picture work, don't they? Mm. Um, yeah, no, so it becomes it comes very important. So that that defence, yeah, it is a worry. But maybe that might be organically solved as we move forwards, um, hopefully. Um, so, again, you know, we, we look at that game. The stats weren't too dissimilar. We've obviously seen Toffee TV's analysis of that. And uh, Baz and Pez were talking about it. They showed the stats and, and it was a lot closer than you'd expect. Possession-wise, we think we're nearly double in possession. Yeah. But our meaningful possession probably wasn't that good. You know, we had a lot of time spent in the back line and in front of the back line. Um, I don't know how they had 15 attempts at goal uh, yeah yeah. you wonder where they come from probably them Gilfie Sigurdsson shots 40 odd yards that were going nowhere but, who, um, has, who has 15 attempts us 15 attempts and we both had 4 on target as well did we 4 did we did honestly honestly did unless they were counting 4 with passes <laughs> <laughs> we've had 15 attempts here. I know when I seen it I thought fucking hell can't be right nearly then. double possession as well in fact I think it may have been double um, but it always felt, and I, I sat there, my half fella, and we talking about this, and I said to me half this is this is going to be a set piece or something or, or a mistake, mm. and their, their keeper made a couple of 
like um, rash passes in the first half, didn't he? Mm. Goofy Sigurdsson that was kind of like never balanced or he always felt like he was, it, it was like Freddy Krueger was chasing him. You could tell it was Halloween making he was like sneezing like ice skating <laughs> and he could never really get his feet but he was there or thereabouts uh, but you know their keeper made a couple of and I said oh you know he's got a bit, bit of wiggle room there this keeper might make a mistake and mm. might be in and it felt like it needed that you know mm. for us to score a goal and ultimately it, it ended up us being you know the the, the you know the same that made the mistake and mm. after half time I'd say Andre Gomez will kind of come on to him shortly. He was incredibly lucky to stay on the pitch at half time. I thought because mm. uh, I thought he was particularly bad. So, but that probably was the position he was playing. It just wasn't working for him. Mm. Um, but you know he was particularly bad. Uh, but we probably took him off fifteen minutes too late, and it and he makes that stupid mm. decision to throw his foot in the box. So we'll we'll, we'll start going round anyway. So penalty, yes or no? I'll start with you, Barry. To me left. Yeah, penalty. penalty. Yeah. yeah. What, what would what would you what would you say to people suggesting it's not? To kick him. Yeah. Regardless of if, regardless of if Wilson, you know, sees that he's going to do it, just that's just smart sense of ball play, in my opinion. Yeah. If that was given to you, you'd say it was a penalty. Yeah. So, day, yeah. so it's a penalty. It is a penalty. He's totally unaware. Though. He's got to be more aware, hasn't he? What's, yeah. You know what's coming. He's just, just just looking at the ball and just swung his foot. Yeah. Totally I mean, Mitch is on thin ice here because I've, I've played in the semi final and I've seen Augusta win team Mitch start <laughs> and win as a penalty and we've gone into the final with it. So, Mitch can't really say it's not I a penalty. I can't say too much about diving, like, but. You um, know. But you know, again, I think Baddy's hit the nail on the head there, you know. It's lazy, you know, it's it's clumsy, It's it, you're giving people a chance. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's like when you stick a foot in in the box sometimes. You're giving someone the opportunity to go over. You yeah. know, if you're not confident you're going to win the ball and you just lunge out, then mm. for you know you've got these players. You know, we'll come on to a few in a minute. What uh, one notably across the park, who who will will make as much as they can about it. You know, Rich Arson. You know, for, mm. to be fair for us, you know he, he does tend to, and, and I wouldn't want to discourage that at all. But he gave the opportunity to give a pe- to give a penalty away, and uh, Callum Wilson just seized it, mm. and that was the moment that that, that sometime. To find these games where yeah. you know it, there's nothing really in the game. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, mm. and it is a it, it is a penalty. Yeah, and I, I don't. I, I think that summed up his afternoon. No, what what summed <laughs> Gomez up is that that fucking pass in the first half where he got thrown to him and he's followed it out of play. Yeah, I was just looking at Gomez. Um, just before we can't we'll touch on actually we'll touch on the simulation first and, and we'll go back to that. But but I think there's a fine line, isn't it, between simulation. And I think that at the moment in the Premier League, it's it, it's getting wider and wider. We've seen Nias get that, free, you know, the, the the ban. We've seen Lanzini get the ban. We haven't seen anyone since. And I do think that the, the forwards know that. Mm. <laughs> you know, Callum Wilson openly admitted that. You know, he, he took advantage of the situation. He went down, and I'm not trying to villainise him because I understand why he's done it. But you've seen, you know, Mo Salah the other day as well. Yeah. He screams like he's been like. Yeah. And viciously assaulted uh, and, and drops the floor and exaggerate. You know, it, it, when the ass got banned, he said he exaggerated the contact. Yeah, but he gets up and takes the pen, so he's not that, you know, wasn't yeah. that much, was he? And Harry Kane, you know, with a large jumps in the air, yeah. and he's looking and he, you know, he's watching him, and then all of a sudden he's, he drops to the floor like mm. a sack sponge. Mm. But yeah. do you think, what, what is this? Do you think this is because there's, there's no retrospective action? Would that solve it? So they brought in the Nias rule back again. 
you know, would it would would it be used properly, or would it just be used to punish Evan again? It and wouldn't, wouldn't, it wouldn't about be it used again. properly. It wouldn't. No, not a chance. I think the problem is is VAR, mm. and we've all said it because you know what I mean. Like we've always said, like before VAR, like with the be free kicks given, mm. and you go that was in the box that wouldn't be given. Mm. Know what I mean? But, Whereas now, if it's in the box, it's got to be given. But Baz, why is some of the refs going to the screen and some aren't? Is the should they should either all go to the screen or or not? Because I think for our one, he didn't he didn't actually go over and have a look, did he? No, no. Um, so I think they can only go and look at it if the fella in the fucking little box room says like says, go Danny Murphy. Yeah, you go and look at it. You go and look at it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think that's the only way you can use it. Or mm. for like right cards and that. It's just, I don't know, I just I wonder why some go to it and some don't. Yeah. You know. I mean, I'll be honest, mate, I haven't got a fucking clue. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, mate. It's getting that complicated, isn't it? And you know what I don't like sometimes is when they slow it down. Mm. No, that makes everything look worse. And, yeah. And I said this you know last I mean? week with Luca Dean, you know, you know, we can argue all day over whether or whether it shouldn't have been. When you slow it down, you, you're watching it totally in, in a different light. You know, you're not watching it. Yeah, you? well, it's just like a fucking boxing punch. You know what I mean? If, the, if you see a boxing punch, fucking full force, full speed, you go, fucking decent punch, that. And you see it in slow mo, and half his face is on the wall. Yeah, that's even better. Yeah, uh, so. It, it just exaggerates that content, yeah, doesn't it? It, you know, does. it makes it look a lot worse than it is, and, and more often than not, you know, it'll end up with, with, with a decision that's not. In keeping of the, you know, what what actually happens. Mm. Um, so we talk about Gomez, and I was kind of going to approach this a different way, but we'll kind of keep on Gomez now. So David Hughes, who who I think from, from the Echo is writing some fantastic stuff at the moment. Um, if you haven't seen David's articles, you know I, I would encourage you to go and have a look at them. Um, a lot of them are opta based, stat based, and he gives a fair and accurate representation of stuff. But he was talking about Andre Gomez, um, and and this is a couple of highlights, and I'll go around the house after I, I talk about them. He was saying about uh, stats for the game the other day was uh, one tackle, which he was in advanced position, which you can understand that. Two successful pressures out, uh, out of twenty. Um, so you know he was obviously in that formation. He was he was expected to close them down a bit, but he, he only managed to. I think John Joe Kenny was the only one that that, that had less or, or equal. He only had 22 passes in 60 minutes. Bernard had 26 and 30. So in half the time, he, he, you know, he over doubles what Gomez done. Um, he only progressed the, the ball forward 50 yards, where he only done 64 yards in, in much less period of time. So he wasn't very progressive when he did pick up the ball. And then he looked at last season, he said, out of all the players who played 800 plus minutes, he was the 10th shock um Created, he was tenth in the shot created actions, so wasn't really putting putting balls on a plate for anyone to really have a go with the goal. Eighth for challenges and sixteenth uh, for successful pressures as well, and yeah, obviously you know a lack of goals and <coughs> lack of assists. So the question I'm I'm going to go out there to you um, is is Mitch, I'll start with you because um, I know that you know you you have got a positive light on Gomez at times as well. Mm. So what does he bring? What you know? Is he being played wrong? Is he is he not fit? What what what? what and when he, what, you know, what do you think he can bring to the side? I'm starting to ask the same question. To be honest, I, I've thought of corner and stuff, but I am starting to wonder what he brings. Um, 
I can't. You can't even. You know, we all know he had a bad injury, but I don't even think you can use that as an excuse because he's played enough football now to get back up match speed. It wasn't as though he'd done a ligament, shorter injury, and um, lost a bit of pace or a bit of sharpness and stuff. I just don't know where. I, I always remember Andy saying in one of the groups, you know, in our, our group, saying, uh, "What's his best position?" And nobody could answer it. Yeah. Nobody could say where, where do you play? Do you play more advanced? Do you play him further back? I don't know what you do with him. I don't know. It's just not happening for him. And it's interesting you say that because because that eight position, I thought, well, that might be made for him there. Because mm-hmm. really speaking, he doesn't really have to get down and dirty, you know, deeper on. Let, mm-hmm. You can let Alan and all them, you know, Takura do that. And I thought maybe just 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 get on the ball and just just progress it. Yeah. I, 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 he's not really shown to that even. No, I don't think the formation helped him at the weekend, but um, he hasn't really stood out any other game this season for me. Yeah. Um, I thought the balance was right in the midfield when he was playing with Takore and Allen, but I think when you look at the bigger picture, yeah, it's not really working for him, is it? No, I think and the derby was a standout. Mm. You know, the derby was one where I thought he was just totally off the pace. He was, he was. Um, and Liverpool, you know, looked a lot more comfortable in their own skin in that midfield. Barry, mm. same to you. Um, you know, are we being out of order here? Uh, you know, is there a future for Andre Gomez and where is it? I wouldn't say you're being out of order, but I do think some of the criticism are getting a bit, a bit, a bit arse, like, like, right, as Mitch touched on, yeah, he has had a bad injury, yeah, it was, alright, it was a year ago, mm. but like, you know, that's always going to be there in his mind, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe he's not going to throw into tackles, and people aren't going to want to hear that, but, you know, he's still got the ability, I think he can't the team down, I do, if you look at, like, players who get the ball, and they panic, Mm. And I've never seen him panic on the ball, ever. Know what I mean? Yeah. So, and like sometimes you need that. And with them stats that you were saying, right? Or like, like Bernard's done so much in 30 minutes. Yeah, but for the minutes that Gomez played, he was probably he was probably told, just fucking slow the game down. It was probably 0 0, and then up until the penalty. And then so Antilotti put up more attacking players on. And he's going, come on, yeah, go at them. Go forward more. Go. So that's probably why mm. the stats don't look as good against, like, Bernard's half an hour. And he changes direction. Yeah. yeah. And it will be, be however long he played. So if I've seen a stat saying he hasn't had a shot on target since the 2018-19 season. The, the back end of that. This is not one of my stats, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've seen Did that, you see that? I've, yeah. I've, yeah. Seen, I've seen that myself. I've seen yeah. that myself. But, like, he's not. Mm. Uh, he's not an advanced player. Mm. He's not. To me... To me, right, he's just a bog-standard centre-mid. He's not a defensive-mid. He's not an attacker-mid. Mm. He's just someone who will create, create, not create stuff, but will start attacks off. Mm. Yeah. So, like, he will look for players in more advanced positions. Is this going to be the Icelandic statistician? Where no, because he's a prick. It's a pass before an assist. No. No, <laughs> free, but, like... Free assist, no, assist. I, I don't, none, of, none of that shite, but, like... <laughs> if, if someone said to me, you can pick... Three players in that Everton team who are going to pick it up, pass out, and nine times out of ten aren't going to miss it. He's, he, he'd be in it for me. Um, what do you guys and I don't know. Hey, another. So, yeah, someone else. So, I think the criticism's a bit arse. Yeah, he's not playing well, but apart from. Give him a bit of patience, you'd say that. Yeah, but apart, but apart from. Fucking hell. Take the charge, not he's obviously not played the last few. And and Carver Lewin and Rodriguez. Tell me someone else who's played well. 
Yeah. In in this last two in games. This, in this time that, that all his stats that he's not good enough have come out. Yeah. I don't that so if they're gonna make a case about him, mm. then you know you've gotta make a case about them. About everyone. Yeah. yeah. Fair point. Yeah, yeah. Like, and and people won't like this. What's Alan done in the last two games? Yeah, well, I thought I, I actually surely his his job's to mop up in the back mm. four and the Southampton goals they got behind the thing. Mm. He, he wasn't there. He yeah. was four against Southampton. He wasn't there. Yeah, we were talking about that before. And he's saying he seems to be a bit further, further forward for some reason. Yeah, so, you know, like, I can understand why people are having... I'm not, I can't say I'm not like Gomez is being shit, but, you know... It, it's, because he's, it. he's, yeah. it's because he's now at the club and he's been at the club for three years that people are like, yeah, we can have a goal in him now. Whereas Alan's been there for, what, three mm. months and he, he's played just as bad as him. And so, I haven't heard any criticism. So this is one one back at you then. And, and in a positive way, just to be constructive. What should we expect out of Andre Gomez this season? In terms of... In terms of which? A player. Should we expect a, a first-team player that's that's going to you know grow and grow? You know, the more he plays, the more confidence he gets. Should we expect a rotation player that, that, that you know that, that's just in and out? Of the for me, for me, starting centre midfield. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. when we've got our first eleven, yeah. that that that. If you said to me, like, you've got your full first eleven, then yeah, he he plays. To be honest, it's worked all season, hasn't it? With him playing, yeah, it's worked all season. All right, the fo- he didn't start against Southampton. No, got beat, and I don't think the formation helps at the weekend. No, exactly. Long, so. Yeah. Alright, he was shit. Yeah, he was shit against Liverpool. Mm. But you know, I don't think any of them played well against Liverpool. Mm. No, alright, Calvin Lewin. <coughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Since the international break, they've all been shit. And do you, do you think this could be a thing? You know, we're all guilty of this now. Um, collectively, you know, on Twitter, it becomes this this echo chamber. But we're always seeking a reason. A deep found reason why it's not working, mm. and sometimes the reason is actually really simple. We just haven't got our best players on the pitch, mm. yeah. and when we haven't got our best players on the pitch, you know the the spotlight goes on other players too much. <laughs> yeah, and then players might actually be all right if we if we have Richardson, Hammers, Rodriguez, mm. Coleman, and Dinier in the side. Yeah. Um, and it's that simple. Yeah, that, that 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 is how simple it is. Mm. Yeah, it's like anyone in any job. Like, yeah, I mean, if I said to you, right, yeah, go and do that, but I'm taking these four things off you, you couldn't fucking do it. Mm. Same if I said it to you. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And I know, and I know, fucking footy's different. But, you know, you're always going to struggle if you're not, if you haven't got your, like, full strength. Mm. And I think that's the, the, the big task, isn't it? You know, obviously, Carlo made the decision to bring in um, players that improved that first 11. He wasn't mm. looking really at bringing rotation backup players in. I think that that's, you know... We got to a certain point in the summer where we had that injury for Holgate. He ended up bringing Godfrey in. You uh, makes you wonder sometimes we would have spent that on a more direct winger. But either way, we've got what we've got. We can't do it overnight. We haven't got an unlimited pot of money um, as much as we'd like to. Um, so it's going to take time, isn't it? You know, it's it's you know, we, uh, like you say, when when the first eleven's there, we tend to actually be a, a very competitive side. When it's not, we're not. <laughs> Yeah. And, it, and it, it's probably that simple, you know, and, and we could probably sit here for three hours, four hours, analysing it, when the actual fact is we just haven't got our best players on the pitch, so yeah. when we haven't, we are not that good That enough. is how simple it is. Yeah. If you take, I don't know, if you take the four best players out of, I don't know, any team, 
you know, the well, put a, put a, put a, say you took Mane and Salah out to Liverpool team. That's basically what's happened to us. You've lost right. Rodriguez and Richardson. We've got, and just not that, we've got six players out. Yeah. You could argue seven, really, but Olsen obviously gave it in well. We'll talk about that shortly. Mm. But, you know, certainly six players, you know, it's a, it, it, it's a lot of players. Mm. And, to be fair, even a side like Liverpool, to lose six players, um, they won the league. Mm. You know, ultimately you'd expect their squad to be better. You know, we finished ultimately mid-table. You know, taking six, seven players out of our team is a lot more mm. detrimental than, than yeah. you know, a lot of the big sides. So I think yeah, I think we we kind of talked about that, haven't we? You know, mm. we hit the nail on the head there. So interestingly, it's a tale of not really having um our full strength sides as opposed to individuals maybe. Um and what I'm gonna kinda of say to you now is over the next couple of weeks, we're expecting some of our better players to come back. Obviously, next week, we're hopefully that uh, Hamas Rodriguez testicle injury is being sorted. Um, we're hoping that you know that Dinier obviously be back, is going to be back straight away. So yeah, that's it's a big thing. Pickford's going to be back. Uh, you're going to hopefully get Coleman back. Mm. Uh, you know, it's it, 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 mm, it. Holgate after the international break. Hmm. Do all of them come straight? I think they just come straight back in. Any, yeah. any disagreements yeah. to say? Yeah. And they all start for me. Hmm. All start. And the interesting one um, is, is someone that we, we haven't really got to see too much is Kababan. Hmm. Who could you know be one of them ones who totally changed that midfield dynamic? And we've talked about Gomez already. And I'd argue that when we've got our full strength size, that the only place that's up for competition is number eight because I think we've seen Gilfie you know he's had a bit of a go he's not been good enough mm. so we've kind of answered that but I think we could easily change it I think maybe at the weekend we missed a trick there we should play Takurai higher mm. I know that you saw about this Mitchell we'll calling to it in a minute but he played there for Watford he's got the legs to get in the box and you know he, he scored a few goals in the Premier League um, for the midfielder Um so Gabamon, you know, could could he be the you know rather than Delph, could Gabamon be the one who sits Alan who does similar to what he done in Napoli box to box and mm. push the Kure on because you see that? Yeah, you know, once he gets match fit, I'm just worried I'm just worried about starting him though. Yeah. I just I feel like they're a rough muffin bubble wrap or something like <laughs> <laughs> But no, I could I could yeah, I could see it like once he gets uh, gets up to speed, it's another option. And he's a big lad, isn't he? You know, yeah. he's, a, he's a big, big athlete, isn't he? Big athlete, and mm. you just hope that that, that repairs itself. But is it something you could say, as or you would still go with the? Well, we, we, you know, it may, might be this a, a team that you play against a better side, and then you may play Gomez against the side. Yeah, team. well, to be fair, I don't think you've seen much of him this year. I mm. don't because you know the, the lads had eighteen months off, not off, but you know he's gone through eighteen months of injury, so you know he he he's. He's a long way off. Yeah. Being being fit, a long way off. I don't think you'll see into about match yourself. Mm. But no, like I'm open the lads as well because you know what I mean. We've seen more eighty one minutes of footy from. Yeah. So yeah, I know, and and what he's been he's been with us for eighteen months now. Yeah. What I mean, something you don't want to see. So no, I hope he comes in. And he's and and he's fucking great. Yeah. Um, it would be a nice refreshing change, wouldn't it? You know, it's a, a boost that we didn't expect as well. Yeah, well, eventually. To be honest, I don't, I don't know his best. I don't know like his, his best position. Uh, from what I've seen him, 
Uh, he's done all right at Palace. Uh, and then the Watford game, he was man of the match mm. for me. Um, but I don't know what. Like, I don't know what Ancelotti wanted to do. Because obviously, tactics have changed since since he's, he's been bought. So, he's out now. We'll talk about that eight role. It's a central role. Um, and obviously, I'm about best of near assume we're going to default back to that. And it's the it's the, it's the position that's going to be under the spotlight, isn't it? You know, obviously we say mm. Barry said you know I've a bit of patience with Gomez, which is fair. You know, and I can see his points why. Um, who else would would you would you would you see anyone else come into that? You know, obviously Takure we've just talked about. Who else would you would you would you see that, that could potentially come into that eight role? Uh, I I think Takure himself. Yeah. I'd like to see him. You know, get the thing is he's done he's done that he's played well where he's playing Takure since he's come to the club. But uh, you would like to see him maybe getting in the box a little bit more and you know getting on the end of things and stuff. He's got the energy to you know to get in the box and get you know and get yeah, back and stuff. So maybe when Gabon, when Gabon does come back, that might release him to play further forward. Oh, will be Bernard Gordon? Any of them maybe eight? Well, not, not the fucking first one. <laughs> <laughs> not the first one. Yeah, anyone but a will be Nicholas Alexanderson. Anyone. Fucking Jesper Blomqvist. Anyone other than fucking Alex Awobi. You're not having this assist at the weekend then, no? No, it's fucking misplaced. <laughs> Just left it. Yeah. But you, you know, I, I kind of get where you go. I think sometimes Awobi, I don't fancy him on that left wing at all. I don't think that... I We've said this a lot of times on the, on the podcast about partnerships. And I, I just never thought that Dinier's had a partnership with him. Mm. In fact... The only time I've seen him play well is when he's been central or right. I don't think the left side just suits him at all. I know he played there for Arsenal, but for mm. whatever reason, you know, if the partnership isn't right, then it just doesn't work. Yeah, it's a different way, Yeah, yeah, and you know, you need that. You've been, you've played hard left yourself, haven't you? So yeah. you need that relationship with with, with a full back. Um, mm. And Dinier seems to have that with Bernard. You know, he, uh, Richardson, he seems to have that, but it doesn't seem right whenever time Wobi plays there. It makes me wonder, could he play more essentially in that eight? You know, where he's just his only role really is to advance the ball quick. Mm. You can't do that. Yeah, he, I, al- I, he always takes that extra touch. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've lost a lot of faith in him. To be honest, I, I, I have. You know, like I say, like I said before, you see him coming on the pitch and he's got like his hands in his sleeves and he's like doesn't really feel he were confident. He's going to go to war for yeah. it and stuff. And I don't know. I just don't know if he just. It might just be one of them. He doesn't fit 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 at it's interesting one you've said there, and, mm. and we'll talk about this. Um, and I think I was one that, that felt that Fabian Dell played all right at the weekend. You know, I don't think that he had much in front of him, and I think he screened the defence quite well. I think he was brought in for a specific reason of, of, of trying to make us a bit more solid. And obviously, he ended up at left back, which which wasn't his position, but um, he just doesn't seem to wash with the Blues. You know, there's there's, there's plenty of Blues online that just don't. Like Fabian Delph and doesn't matter what he does, the you know the the look at what he doesn't do as opposed to what he does. Um, do you think Obi might be in the same situation where he just doesn't seem to be an Everton player and, and he, you know he's kind of lost that ground to Everton? Yeah, yeah. I'm starting to get that impression. Yeah, though. I think the one I pushed it over the edge was that that photo that he put on Instagram. Yeah, it's like with on. I mean, where he the private jet or whatever it was. I mm. think that I think that put a lot pissed a lot of people off. Mm. I mean, we just we just struggling and stuff. We just finished twelfth. We 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 were fucking crap. Mm. 
know what I mean? Like you, you, you see the Charleston going to like Brazil, mm-hmm. and giving everything kicks out. You see Bernard going on about like mental health and all that, doing yeah. stuff for the club. Obviously, uh, don't forget though. Coleman and that. Oh, well, he did do a lot with Keane. No, yeah, no, no, so. I'm not knocking that. He probably has, but I think just and it's and it's no fault of his. Something uh, just doesn't fit. It's just the, like, as as you said, like he's everyone's struggling at the fucking time. He's put that up. Yeah, you know what I mean. And he's just fucked. It was ill judged. Yeah, 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 it was. Yeah. And I do think that's that's fucking pissed a lot of people off. Um, it, it, it's you wouldn't mind it if he was actually doing it on the pitch. Yeah. You, you know, you probably let him off a little bit, but but the, you it know, doesn't even produce on the pitch. Yeah, either. exactly. <laughs> and we, and we have seen this, and and, and let's be honest that. We'll be guilty of all of us sat around the table now that if there's a player you don't like, yeah, you know, you, you'll ignore the good things he does and you'll focus on the bad things that he does. Mm. And I think Awobi's in that territory at the moment, and I think Fabian Delph maybe. Yeah, Delph hasn't helped himself either, though, has he? You yeah, know, well, on, on yeah. social media. No, and, and it's not saying that they haven't, but it was more to say that, right, for whatever reason, they're in that territory. Mm. Yeah, and, and, and that, you know, a lot of people won't see the positive side of their performances at the moment mm. unless they do something way above and beyond. Yeah. You know, it, it, I think yeah, I think we all have our, our favourites, don't we? We all yeah. take to certain players, you rate players and stuff, but yeah, no, I agree with you there with, with that. It might, I mean, See, I just don't know if ever fit, but mm. you know, they're, they're a bit level. <coughs> yeah. I'll stick my neck out here and I'll go that on Sunday, Fabian's off was my man of the match. And I think he played really well. And I'm not as big as I'm not as big as fan. Well, but mm. I, I do think he was our man of the match. Maybe the goalie, but I do think Fabian Delph was man of the match for me. He he ended up all over the other thing, and you know what people kept saying, well, he keeps passing to Keane, but he, every time, every time I seen him look up, there wasn't anything in front of him, and I think he actually played the most passes to to DCL. Mm. I think it worked out. Yeah, so there was two yeah. advanced players. And he ended up playing more or double the advanced passes than both Gomez and Sigurdsson to DCL. Um, and, you know, again, I did feel like as though Delph was at a stage where he, he might have to, you know, might have to go in summer. But I think he gave us something at, at the weekends which said actually he can be a useful player. Yeah, um, he can. It just seems like every time he starts, we get beat. <laughs> to me. Yeah, yeah. I think there's that, there's that, there's that, Turnaround he needs. I don't know mm. how, quite how it happens, but you know he's, there's a player there. We, we, you know Gareth Southgate can see it, Pep Guardiola can see it. Yeah, you know, there, there is a player there, but I think a lot of people have made their minds up on him, mm. and they'll refuse to. You know what I mean? It's like he he plays eighty passes. They'll say right, well let's let's break it down. How mm. did he play to 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 um, Michael Keane mm. and Mina? You know, but they'll ignore the fact that the, the two forward players weren't really making a movement in front of him. You know, so it's it's hard then, and it, it, this is what I'm saying. It becomes hard to win the Everton crowd round, doesn't it? Mm. If you lose them, it's like it's with tough crowd to please then. Yeah, and he does feel to be in that territory now where he can't do right for doing wrong really, even if he does play well. You know, I've seen someone put up before actually. What would you rate his performance? And it was like eight, seven, five, and four, <laughs> and it was right across the board, mm. and that wouldn't happen with anyone else. You know, if they played well, they'd be well. You know, they, everyone would just score mm. them well. If they played shite, everyone just scored them shite. But he was like mm. even right across the board, mm. and it showed you. You know that like people just see his performance totally different, mm. and it, it just thought, well, you know, we're, we 
will he ever win any, any you know everyone around university probably I think with everybody he's fit he, he's always going to be a backup anyway isn't he he's not going to be starting most, I don't think he will yeah be no anyway. I agree with uh, you know he's well. he's, a, he's an option isn't he that, that, that's probably it but um, so I'm going to kind of finish on a positive here on uh, Holding the Blue who speaks to us on Twitter um, through the bobble as he can said that and it's a fair point that we've actually played the first, second and third best teams bar us in, in the league so far and we haven't played any of the bottom three mm. so obviously we have had a bit of a dip over the last three games um, but you know in in actual fact you know we've had a lot of players missing you know we've had six or seven arguable players missing Um we're not done too bad, you know. We're still seconds. Yeah. The league's wide open. Our next, our next four games: United at home, Fulham away, Leeds at home would be particularly hard. Mm. Results uh, and Burnley away. Where do you see us fitting there? Do you, do you, you know, how many points out of them? I won nine. Nine. No, no. at least nine. At least we're not second by the way. We're third. Third, aren't we? Third now, yeah. 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 No, that's what I'm saying, but. Fair second and fair teams were actually, you know, by ourselves. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we played the top three battles mm. and we're still staring over there about. So yes. you're saying nine. I points. was. Who was it? United, Fulham. United at home, well, it doesn't matter. They Fulham, Leeds. I mentioned that. Leeds and Burnley, Burnley yeah. Yeah, I'd I want nine. Want nine points. At least. Realistic as well, do you think that? We could get them. Yeah, I think we'll, we've I, had two bad games. I think, think we'll bounce back. I think in. we'll beat United on Sunday or Saturday, whenever it is. Fulham, we've fucking got to be Fulham. Fulham with the fucking weapon boys apart from today, but West Brom are fucking chase as well. Um, Leeds will be a tough one, and then bit fucking Burnley bottom of the league. So, you know, should be going definitely. Yeah. We got a point, yeah. so we should, we should be going there and fucking beating them. I think the good thing there as well, before we come to you, Mitch, is that after United at home, we've got the international break. Yeah, that's right. So we then get Holgate back. Yeah. So we may go into Fulham in a position where we've got Holgate back in the side. Mm. Um, Richardson, Rodriguez, Colton. Yeah. Mm. I'm, I'm ultimately a better. We, I think we'll be back to the, the side that we know. Yeah. Um, mm. So yeah. what about yourself, Mitch? How many points you seen after that? No, I agree with Baz. Yeah, I'd be going. I'd be going for that. Yeah, between nine and twelve. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think we'll get twelve. No, no I, I'd I say. I don't think we'll get twelve. I'd take nine. I'd. I'd take seven, but ideally I'd want nine at least. But I tell you what, that, that you know, in hindsight, that's positive, isn't it? Mm. You know, we've we've had a couple of bad weeks. There's a lot, lot of negativity, you know, you see online. Mm. But in actual fact, it, it's a kind of acceptance to say, all right, well, we've had our best players out. Mm. We're going to get them back. And when we get them back, we're going to beat teams again. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I wouldn't disagree with you. Yeah. So, that's Football's a simple game sometimes. What did he say? Complicated by fools. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's... Yeah, I'd go for nine. And mm. if I bonus. And, and again, you'd expect us to be, as we are at the moment, seconds, you'd expect us to be in yeah. and around yeah, the top four. <laughs> <laughs> you'd expect us to be in and around the top four. Hmm. I mean, we could be back fucking on top of, top of the league by fucking three o'clock Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? I know, yeah, you could. You could, you could fucking end the 
they're one of them sides who are who I think we play the right time. Yeah. Mm. Away. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, Tottenham might have a tough game. They might get beat. Man City beat Liverpool. Done. Top of the league. Everyone's <laughs> fucking happy again. Well, to be fair, I mean, you look at Liverpool as well. And uh, we don't like talking about, you know, that side of things on the podcast sometimes. But when we're looking at the, the teams there or thereabouts, you know, they're, they're a side that haven't got fans. They've probably got exception look at the weekends with penalties. They've got exception look with penalties against Leeds. Mm. Um they're not keeping clean sheets they concede more than anyone in the league mm. and like we said before about ourselves you know that if, you, if you're conceding goals then there's always a chance you're not going to win them they've got a particularly you know good I'd say front three but front two mm. I'm not too sure about Firmino the defensive forward fella that they keep going on about <laughs> um, but you know you do feel as though as soon as they start playing good sides they may come up against it a bit mm. um, so yeah, no, it's it's great to hear. Mitch says nine, Barry says nine. What are you saying? I'm saying twelve. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I I'm always uber positive. <laughs> but yeah, don't have your best players available, then you won't get the best results. Have your best players available, then you will get the best results. And sometimes it's that simple. Over the next few years, we expect Carlo Ancelotti to build year on year. It won't just take one summer. Liverpool, when Jürgen Klopp came in, took, was it four years for a trophy? Mm. So we finished mid-table, or just below mid-table. Um, we can't expect Carlo Ancelotti that in 12 months. If he does, then that's, you know, Liverpool will just be, mm. the city will just be on fire for 12 months because we'll just be enjoying ourselves that much. <laughs> the fireworks everywhere. Um but, you know, it's realistic. You know, you've got to be realistic about these things. And, and for to be where we are now, to be seconds when we were in a bad place. Well, third <laughs> now, yeah. To be, yeah, keep forgetting, we've just dropped that place. But to, to, to the be, last days of the club. Yeah, well, you know, to be fair and, and to be, you know, in a good stage in the club, you know, the club, we've done well. Mm. You know, there's still loads Hopefully of... just a minor, minor bump in the road. It is no. on that. No one's going to happen, and there's loads of places we need to improve. We know that, you mm-hmm. know, we, we, we can't just do it overnight. We can't just say, well, well, right, it's not like fucking FIFA or something. You go, like, right, I'm having him, 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 and just buying everyone. Mm-hmm. And and people say, well, why didn't he get rid of Awobi? Why didn't he get rid of X, Y, and Z? Well, Carlo Ancelotti will see that as well. I'm sure that he, he you know, he, I'm, sure yeah. he, I'm sure he'll know the players he wants to recycle out of the team over the next two years two seasons it won't just be like this summer and that's that's it mm. you know mm. the next two three summers he'll have his, his targets you know players to bring in players to get rid of um, so mm. you know, it's positive any final thoughts at all? no no mate no get our best players back we'll win again the spirit of the blues will be flying high get your coat on and get moving <laughs> thank you for listening again <laughs>